Hello and welcome to Inside the Studio. My name is Pete. And I'm Dan. And we're here from Steadfast Collective. This is episode one of our new series of Inside the Studio. Yeah. So we are going to be filming weekly and we are going to be uploading and just sharing our insights on what it's like to run a digital product studio. So we're going to be chatting about everything from kind of hiring to cash flow to burnout to how we run a project. Um, and today we are talking about how we win work. Yeah. It's a big one. It is a big one. It's kind of, um, it's kind of uh, something that every agency needs to do. Uh, you have to win work, otherwise Super you have important. nothing to do. Um, so we have, we have given this a lot of thought over the last kind of six to twelve months. As we've been growing, it's really important that we're able to kind of scale our, you know, inward funnel as well as our production. Um, and we've taken a lot of advice from a lot of people, yeah. and this is kind of where it dilates down to is what we're going to share today. So ultimately, um, we are going to be chatting about what we do to try and get somebody from meeting them to try and getting them on board as a client. Yeah. Um, and it's worth noting that um, as an agency, you should be aware of, and I think in any business, you should be aware of what percentage of your clients are existing and what percentage are new. Yeah. So we aim um, as an average, our targets are set and we have 30% new turnover compared to 70% externing to existing turnover. Yeah. Um, and that's, that, that's really hard to kind of get that balance. Um, it is, it's possible. We generally do it over a quarter. So we have targets and we do them over a quarter and it's easier to track that way. Yeah. Um, over a month's mental because if you have a, a big new project land, it skews everything out. Yeah. If you had like a target, what would your ideal number be, do you think? What of new to returning? Yeah, I, I think it is about thirty percent new. Around about there, maybe slightly higher. Um, I think if you rely on existing work too much, you can get comfortable. Yeah, but in the same way, it's satisfying to have somebody retained. Yeah. Um. So when that number is high of existing work coming through and they're spending more and more money with you, it means that you're doing a few things right. They like working with you and yeah. they're making money so they yeah. can justify spending more money with you. I think it's also quite nice because you have like more fresh projects coming in and different areas to work on yeah. that you might not necessarily have seen before. So it's nice to sort of keep keep the team on its toes. And It's true. So in Q2, we did 40% new work to um to the remaining kind of ex external and it's something that we're obviously always reviewing and it's it's really hard to uh, it's really hard to kind of keep on top of because you you kind of want that new flow work through but then it's how do you make sure you're servicing your current clients yeah um, which is probably another conversation for another day yeah um but how do we win those kind of those new projects like you know we don't know this person we meet them. How do we do it? Yeah. So we've gone through and broken it down into sort of a few different areas. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, it'd be best sort of to go through them one by one. Yep. Um, so do you want to break them down into sort of the first steps? Okay. So first of all, you need to meet an interesting person. Yeah. So um, for us, this is often a referral. Um, our clients really like working with us, yep. uh, which is a good sign. And they will often refer us on to their other friends. Um, it could not be referrals. It could be through a personal network. So it could be through a personal circle. It could be through a business kind of yep. circle. Um, you could also just have it. So often I will just reach out to interesting people and be like, just yeah, grab a coffee. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, I know in a few weeks we're going to talk, talk about conferences. Yeah. And that's really important, but it's, it's not all about conferences. There's other things you can attend. Um, 
And I think what's important here is when you're first making that connection is, is, and this is something we kind of harp on a lot about is how can we make an instant connection with them rather than just going straight in with the sale? I think, especially in today's kind of age, everyone's got really high filters yeah on, i'm being sold to i'm being sold to it's gotten really good like people just naturally do it now like, yeah i think even like five years ago or whatever it was it, people weren't so immune to it yeah but now it's people like if you look at your facebook feed you just skip all of the ads and everything and like yeah everything like that people have just really built up a strong tolerance 100 percent. so when i get introduced to that person or you get introduced to that person um and they're interesting we feel like there could be a connection there i will often try and arrange to meet them in person, um, mm-hmm. try and go to them, make it as easy as possible for them, whether that's kind of London or, or Hampshire generally is the two places yep. um, for us. Uh, try and get a time, try and meet them. Um, I love to hear people's backstory. Why do they start that business? Yeah. Um, like why, what's the reason? And then it's a case of, okay, how do we start creating value? So this is kind of the next step is yeah. I, at that point, Unless they've approached me and they go, we need this. Yeah. I'm not going to approach them and say, I think you need a new website yeah. or you need a new app. Um, my my next stage would be, okay, how do I start creating value for them? Yeah. Um, how do I make this relationship fruitful both ways? Yeah. And that could be just, you know, someone starting a new idea in Southampton and I want to give input into that. Yeah. It could be that we're happy to make a few tweaks on the website, kind of you know help them out if they're if they're struggling sometimes it's anything just as small as like a little bit of advice or just pointing them in the right direction a lot of a lot of businesses just don't know where to get started or they don't know that they can get a website done quite cheaply in some cases for what they need Mm -hmm. um and obviously some businesses do need quite a lot of work on their site but Mm -hmm. some can just have like a landing page or they can just use yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly so just being able to point them in that direction and tell them it's really good for them because it builds the trust yep um and if you're not trying to get money out of them and you're just trying to help them 100%. and get them going it, it puts you in a really good place of trust and yep. sort of kinship for sure and and you know you might spend quite a lot of time inputting into this person and you might never see a return on that often but you never know who What's, they know told. yeah uh so we've had it where people have come back six months 12 months and and it's come from someone that we've spoke to has passed on the details because yeah. we gave them some help yeah so it's worth kind of just making those meaningful relationships and and I, it helps when you're kind of pushing out um you know and, and kind of on a digital point of view so from a twitter or linkedin etc being able to have that so when you do produce something new like this video series inside the studio yeah. it's able to go slightly wider because you've opened up that net and you've got more people there to share it. Yeah, so you, you've met a bunch of people. Um, my my next thing would be, you've got to follow them up. Yeah. Like you, you've got to be in touch with them, you know, every so often just, and it doesn't even need to be salesy, just, you know. Checking in. How was how summer for you? Did you manage yeah. to get away? Um, you're looking forward to Christmas, those kind of things. And yeah. while some people might find that annoying to receive, generally I just get a generally good, a good conversation yeah. out of somebody. Um so I use a, a big Trello board as a CRM system yeah, and cool. I'll have a few people which I'm trying to keep in touch with <laughs> and I'll set a date. So remind me to speak to John in three months and yeah. then just ping me an email because um, my memory is bad, <laughs> really fair. bad. Um, so I think, I think you, you know, you've met that person. How do you kind of keep in touch with them yeah. um, when you're not naturally crossing paths? Especially if it's someone who's like started a new business or something, being able to just check in, seeing how they're getting on. Yeah. Like that opens up dialogue for potentially work yep. or just to continue the relationship, see how 
you can potentially provide some more value. That yeah. might be that they're just stuck on some really easy thing they're looking for an accountant. They're looking for or an accountant, yeah. That is a classic like one. I seem, I seem to refer accountants a lot in uh, in my day-to-day conversations. Yeah, we need to start getting some commission on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then kind of, so you, you've got that phase, you've got a good relationship with this person, you, you may be chatting um, three or four times a year. Yeah. And then they might you know approach you and go, actually, Dan, we do we do need a new website now. Can you yeah. come and advise us on on this? A great way to jump into that conversation is why don't we help you write the brief? Yeah, um, it's generally easier to win a brief if you've written right. the brief. Um, plus, also people who work in industry which isn't digital don't know how to write a brief in the same way um, I wouldn't know how to design a house. Yeah, and appoint a builder. It's sometimes good to bring somebody into that process who does. We can always tell whenever we get a brief through if it's been written by someone technical because yeah. there's there's sort of methodology behind it and everything's sort of structured it's not just incohesive thoughts a lot of the time yeah, whereas sometimes it can just be like i have this massive idea and no like yeah no scope to it or anything no i definitely agree um and so, so we've got to that stage where they've kind of approached you and you're talking about projects now and i think for us at this stage it's it's a case of okay, what meetings, what workshops, what calls we need to put in place to kind of um, ensure that we know what we need from the customer to be able yeah. to price it and and then hopefully deliver it on time. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to chat about delivery of, of projects so much today, um, but that's kind of how we would get to that stage. Just generally the most, yeah. our most common way of kind of winning a new project would be to go from meeting somebody interesting of being referred or meeting them out yeah. on the street per se and then um keeping in touch with them and then eventually something drops and they go oh i do know a web developer yeah oh, i know those guys and they seem to know what they're talking about they're constantly talking about what they love yeah um and it just kind of clicks yeah we've been really lucky and a lot of our clients are starting new businesses and they're incredibly passionate about it and you can see when they come in and talk to us about yeah. it and they just need a little bit of guidance just to how to get those ideas into oh. actual physical yeah existence and it's it's incredible when you you see that coming through and they're like ah oh, this is this idea that i've been built like working on for years yeah it's yeah. just really exciting I yeah, think, yeah for both of us yeah 100 percent. and then we then have a process which is after the project's finished um it's then t- they turn from being a new client to an existing client and it is there's a different process for them yeah so then it's a case of how do we follow them up every one three six twelve you know, 24 months to ensure that we're still trying to give them value. Um, And that might be a, let's look at the user data together and and work out if people are using the features you think they're using or have you thought about integrating this feature? And it's not necessarily about trying to get more money out of them. Ultimately, we want our clients to be making as much money as possible. Yeah. So then it makes only sense for them to come back round yeah. and do a round two of development or jump onto a retainer or exactly. those kind of things. I mean, we were chatting earlier about what happens when a client approaches you and you, they, give, they give you an idea which you know is going to be expensive. Yeah, so sometimes it's a matter of uh, they'll ask for a feature and they might want this really complex feature that they might not realise is really complex when mm-hmm. they're asking for it. And it just doesn't make financial sense to do that. Yeah. Um, it might be that we can come up with something that's much cheaper or something 
that's already sort of there mm-hmm. that we can just repurpose. Mm-hmm. It might be that the data's already there and we can just give them an export of the data or something yeah. and save them like a ton of money mm-hmm. and a load of time because they don't need it to be automated at the moment. Yeah. It could be this thing that we can do in like an hour yeah. instead of building it and it takes weeks potentially. And some of that is the fact that as a team, we are all involved in running the business and yeah. we have other products and so on. So we're all at that kind of smart creative level where we're used to business and technology and creativity kind of coming together. Yeah. So when someone approaches you and like you said, they have an idea and you kind of think, I don't know if they're actually going to see a return on that idea. Yeah. It's good that we can challenge them on that because we might've already done it before. So sometimes for instance, you know, they really want this big elaborate checkout process on their, on their e-commerce store. You kind of think you're only just starting. Maybe if we just start with something that's kind of, predefined yeah. and kind of work up to it because it's good for us to be able to give experience of how the client could spend their money yeah. more wisely in those early days especially or it might even be that like they want a whole custom sort of e-commerce store mm-hmm. when all they need is a shopify site yeah. or a squarespace site 100%. or anything like that like the tools are there yeah we don't need to build these things from scratch mm-hmm. and that one little niche thing that you want to add to it, it can, might, can it wait <laughs> yeah can it wait and save you tens of thousands of pounds yeah yeah for sure it's yeah i think that's that's a really important skill to have with within the team yeah and when we we're talking about earlier as well we we're talking because the team's based around being people who are creatives mm-hmm. and people who sort of are all technically minded and, and all have worked in this area yeah not just sales people we're yes. not we're yeah, not yeah. just trying to drain people of money yeah everybody on team can work on production yeah so Literally, apart from myself, everybody else on the team um, is doing output every day. They're, yeah. they're either designing or they're developing. Yeah. Um, so we're at the moment, we are all developers, apart from Sarah, who's our designer. Yeah. Um, which means when you pick up the phone and speak to someone, you speak to somebody who quite likely is going to be speaking, you know, working on your project. Yeah. Um, which means we don't... Yeah, it just... it. it narrows that gap when we're having those conversations about what we can deliver and, and what we'd like to do. so there's not a big expectation gap because yeah. we're the ones who have to build it um and it just it just helps in so many ways having technical people there yeah there exactly. on the phone writing the proposals yeah in the meetings um and we're really fortunate that we've got a team which are able to sit down and, and write code all day yeah. and then jump into a meeting the next day and be able to hold their own yeah um which i don't think lots of people have we're quite fortunate that we uh found and hired the right people to be able to fill those roles yeah it has been extremely lucky i think or not even luck it's very much down to crafting of the team yeah for sure um but i I think having that skill and ability is Mm -hmm. it's just vital um yeah it's it massively helps it does it does okay cool so let's let's wrap this up into a nice little package so um how do we even work number one is we try and meet interesting people either we'll go places where we'll meet them or we get referred to them and and the conversations start yeah um number two so we also then make sure that we're fostering the relationships so we're not just trying to get um money out of people we're trying to give back Mm -hmm. um so even if that work isn't there initially we're Mm -hmm. making sure that we're fostering a relationship and providing value to them so that they'll come back or or refer someone else later yeah um and then number three number three would be um so at that point we've possibly won a project and yep. we've delivered that successfully. And then we would go on to, we need to follow up those those customers regularly yep. um, because ultimately we want 
a bunch of partners rather than just a bunch of clients in a spreadsheet. Yeah. We want to be able to keep adding, you know, giving them value, um, pointing yeah. them in the right direction, helping them. So ultimately our partners are making money. So then they come back to us yeah. and are up for a phase two, phase three and so on. Yeah. I think what it really comes down to most simply is just treating your existing customers really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the time they'll provide new business for us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whether it's through themselves or for a referral. I think that's about as simple as it gets. Yeah. Treat them good and they'll treat you good back. Exactly. It's good. Yeah. Great. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little insight into how we win new work here at Steadfast. Uh, yeah. We're going to be back every week until Christmas, um, digging into what it's like to run a digital studio. Um, great. So we'll see you next week. See you then. Cheers. Bye. Bye.